Aromatime Bistro presents Wine Time Live, hosted by the Hudson Valley's premier green certified entrepreneurs, Marcus and Jamie Giuliano. So grab a glass of your favorite vino, sit back, relax, and travel with them, sharing their passion discovering unique vineyards, outstanding wines, delicious food, and great adventure. Facebook. Hello, Instagram. Hello, Hello everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Wine Time Live, episode number five. Excellent, excellent. What's the title of this one, Jamie? Uh, the title is We Blew Off Banffy for This Winery. Yeah, so Banffy is a very famous Brunello, <laughs> big Brunello producer, American owned, by the way. Um, some people from Long Island own it. Uh, but it's, the, it's one of the more Iconic uh, well, Brunello, Brunello, Brunello producer. producers out there because of its name, its reputation, um, their marketing, um, their facility. Their facility is amazing. It's a From castle. From what we've seen. From what we've seen, their <laughs> facility is amazing. Not seen in person. Not though. in person. Only um, pictures. Pictures right? online. Yes. Pictures online. It is a very, very amazing vineyard, uh, Banfi, but we haven't been there. No. And uh, we probably won't go be going there. Um, we today are drinking Belpoggio. Belpoggio is a winery from Montalcino. Montalcino. Brought the big glasses today. I like the big glasses. Yeah, I got the. Big I think glass. you can fill a whole bottle in these glasses. Look at this glass. Uh, you could. I think you can <laughs> I think fill. It, I think it goes up to like here. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> it's like a twenty-five ounce um, glass, and this is a twenty-five ounce bottle. Doesn't look like it would fit, but it fits. It does fit. If you're watching us. If you're watching the video versus listening to this on a podcast um, what form. What year is this? 2018. 2018. All right, so um, Ooh. we're drinking a Rosso, so we're not drinking a Brunello. We're drinking a Rosso, which is, you could call it a baby Brunello. It's the next step up would be Brunello, more aging. Um, little Do you more, know the aging process for Brunello? I think it's two in one, two years in the barrel, one year in the bottle, I think. Okay. I'll not 100% sure. Um, that might be the case. Uh, Italy has very, very strict guidelines for every DOC, DOCG. It has to be aged a certain amount of time in the barrel, a certain amount of time in the bottle uh, to be released and be called uh, Barbaresco, Barolo, Brunello, um, uh, Aliano Codelvo Torre, uh, Tarassi. So they have very, very specific requirements that, um, that they have to do for aging. So Brunello, um, so sorry, Montalcino is in the province of Siena, mm -hmm. located about 80 kilometers uh, south of Florence in the Tuscany wine region. Yes. So uh, let's see. Um, I was looking to see the specifications. Um, Brunello is 100% Sangiovese. Sangiovese Grosso. Uh, just Sangiovese. 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 Um, the grapes, the wine. Let's see if it gives me how many... Years, but you can keep talking, and I'll, sure. I'll kind of. So we out. we visited this vineyard in two thousand nine, which was it's like maiden voyage. Um, it this vineyard was bought. Uh, the property was bought in two thousand five from the from the family of the couple who owns Belusi. Belusi makes those amazing proseccos from up in Alto Adige. Uh, they fell in love with this place in Tuscany. There's a bee around you, isn't there? Yes. Jamie's allergic to bees. Um, so she's being very cautious. There's two bees. She's allergic to bees. I got stung by a bee the other day. First time that I've ever gotten stung by a bee, and I knew what it was right away. 
Um, I didn't see the bee, but I felt it on the back of my arm. Jamie's allergic to bees, so hopefully they'll go on their way. She hasn't gotten stung since she was a kid, right? Uh, no, I had uh, wasp bite. Uh, this bee is following me. Seven, eight years ago, you had a wasp bite. Uh, yes. So, this couple fell in love with the property, this beautiful property in Montalcino. They bought it and started a winery called Bel Poggio. It's the Belusi. It's the Belusi family that owns this. Um, they have, so they have two properties. This is their Tuscany property. They make three wines here. They make a IGT at Toscana, a Rosso, which you're drinking, and a Brunello. Now we had plans to sort of go see them and another, a couple other vineyards like Altacino we, when we were back in 2009. We've been to Montalcino four times, I believe, Jamie. Four times we've been to Montalcino, home of Brunello. Um, three times. Three or four times. Yeah, so something like that. We had plans to go to Banffy. We did. 2009, we had plans to go to Banffy. Banffy, um, being the iconic producer and having the castle, we had a wine rep here that said, I'll, I'll get you into Banffy, no it was problem. 2009, right? 2009. 2009. So that was pre-cell phones. Pre you didn't carry a cell phone with you. We did have one. We, we I had, had make, one I for make, emergency calls, I, I, right? I, I used yes. it. I used it. So oh, 2009, that's right, that's right. I used it. So we are, um, we're driving all through Montalcino now. Every time we go, we typically drive. We yes. rent a car and we drive. When we're on our VIP wine, vacation trips we're with the group and we don't have we're a car but prior to the last trip we rented a car and drove all through Apulia Basilicata Campania and drove up to Rome in eight days we yes. covered a lot of ground in the car and then on the bus so every time we go we always rent a car and we're in a car at some point every time we go we get lost always right there's always a story We've gotten lost so many times. <laughs> yes. In fact, in 2009, before you had the data of the cell phones, we had That's cell phones. That's what it was. It was, it was the data. data of having cell phones. You didn't have maps on you it. You didn't have maps. You didn't have maps. So, so in 2009, right? We got lost at least once a day. At least once a day. At least once a day we got lost. We were there for like 10 days. <laughs> and we made the most of it some days. We would just get lost and sit on the top of a mountain and be like, oh, well. Oh, well, we we're can't in this get there. Cute little village. It's quaint here. Let's just... <laughs> pop out and see the locals are doing and at one, one point time we bought a, a map remember we we stopped and we bought a map of italy just so we could figure it out because <laughs> there was no but you you didn't have data you didn't when you brought your cell phone it was only to make a call and it was an emergency call and it was, it was expensive. very expensive so oh i love this one we'll talk about the wines <clears throat> wine in a bit um it's so smooth and silky um and fruit good mm -hmm. good amount of fruit really awesome so Two of our wine, a wine rep here said, I will get you an appointment with Banfi. I'll get you an appointment with Banfi. There's no like special treatment at Banfi. It's so large and commercialized. It's like going into a big Napa Valley um, tasting room. You have to really know somebody and, and buy a lot of Banfi to really get like an amazing tour there. Other than that, you're on a set schedule. We're in the wine industry. We're in the wine business. We own a restaurant. We are buying Banfi wines at this point. So we have a purchase history with Banfi. But you have to get on their guided tours, and that's it. They don't. That's it. They only they had a deviate. tour at like one and four or something. They like don't that. Like deviate. They don't deviate from the, the set tours. So we're driving. We're lost. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were actually. We we thought we were lost. <laughs> we thought we were lost. We thought we were lost. <laughs> so we had gone to Altasino already. We'd been to Altasino. We were there. Um, we were having. We had to do Bel Poggio after Banfi. And we got La Maggia in as a surprise. 
Actually, LaMaggio was on our way back after Belpoggio because we couldn't find Banfi. <laughs> right. So we are... So we're, we're passing LaMaggio and we're like, oh so, man, we should go to LaMaggio. And we're right. like, no, we have this appointment. We have, have to, to be on time. We have to, we so, have to go to Banfi. We have, we have to, to be on time. So the way, the way that Montalcino set up is you have the, the tip top of the mountain, which mm -hmm. is the village of Montalcino. And then you have the outlying areas that are... Vineyards. Vineyards that go down the mountain and into the valley floor. Yeah. So you have vineyards all around this mountain. So we go up on top of the mountain. First we're on one side of the mountain. We taste it off the Sino. We drive we up, go up the mountain. To the top we see La Mangia. So, oh, we know La Mangia. We have their wines. Great. Too bad we're not going there today is what we say. Let's head to Banfi. So we're driving and driving. driving, and, driving. and we get to the other side of the mountain and go down and we're driving. I, we're looking at directions. I think we even stopped and asked, and somebody we, said, oh, it's it's this way, that way. I can't remember, you know. So what do we do? We call on the cell phone. We call on the cell phone, and we said, we're going to be about 15 minutes late. And mind you, they speak perfect English. They spoke English. We said, we're going to be about all 15 these minutes vineyards. late. We think we're lost. How do we get there? So we gave them our location, and I believe they said to us. We're 45 minutes away. <laughs> You're 45 minutes away. You're 45 away. minutes away. You'll never, you'll you'll never, never make, make the tour. It. You'll never make the tour. And this is the part that is terrible at these big wineries. You're going to be late. You'll never make the tour. We buy Banfi wine. We were buying Banfi. We haven't bought we Banfi haven't wine since then. You accommodate. Smaller vineyards can accommodate because it's all based on personal experiences, personal relationships. Mm -hmm. And they don't have these. It's a, Banfi is a factory. It is a tour factory. Right. It's set up scientifically so you can go in and see this oh wow thing. The psychology of sales is in there yep. and you leave buying a lot of wine. And it's 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 like walking into Ikea. It's everything strategically placed and you have to walk here, walk there, get this experience. Even the grocery store, right? They, right? they have the small little things, yes. So we're like, I guess we're not going to Banfi today. Right, I guess we're not getting to Banfi. So what do we do? So we... Went up to the top of the mountain. Went up to the top of the mountain. It was one o'clock. Yep. Because it was siesta time. So we went to La Magia, mm -hmm. right? And we we showed uh, up unannounced. We just showed up unannounced. 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 And it was one o'clock, and of course, I, I can still see the lady opening the shutters on the top of the building. Yep. Gorgeous building. They did not speak English. They didn't speak very much English at all, did they? So we had to explain to them. And we or, said, you know, we have a restaurant, and we tried as best we could to explain it to them that we have their wine in New York. And, and as soon as they heard restaurant in New York, they their said, wine. Come on in. And so we, we went Nine in. Mind you, they were on siesta. Yes, they were. They were they were shut down. They were closed. Siesta happens every day. Like this was like must have been like 1.30 at the time. They siesta happens every day. Yeah. All these places shut down and they don't come back to work until four o'clock or whatever. And uh, they said, sure, come on in. So we went in. Um, I remember he didn't speak very good English, but they only had two, two wines. wines. Rosso and Brunello. And um, he said, we only have two wines. We said, okay. So he let us taste the wines in the small little tasting room. And then he took us out back. And remember, he opened the doors and all the rolling hills and the gorgeous vineyards that we saw were absolutely amazing. Stunning. 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 Absolutely stunning. And we just fell in love with, <clears throat> with that spot. We did. Yeah. Corta Pavone is sort of up in that area. And they had amazing views. We were there when it was raining last year. Yes. But that's another great Brunello producer. But La Maggia, the couple just opened the doors. They, yeah. they like, like nothing. Was, uh, Come on in. And here's Banfi. Who can't even. That can't even give us the right directions. Right. And told us, if you're not going to make it, you're not going to be on the tour. Meantime, we buy their wines. It Meantime, was just... we were literally five minutes oh, yeah. away. When we... when we ended up talking to, um, I don't remember who it was, from, somebody. From Bopoggio. 
For, oh yeah, when we talked to them from Bel Poggio, they said you were right there. You were there. You were right there. We showed them where we were on the map, and they go, "It's right here." It's right you here. were right there. And um, you know, so things happen for a reason. Uh, always. Because that was a major turnoff for us. Very big. On how not. I think it actually made us start thinking more about small, little, independently mm -hmm. owned wineries, breweries, distilleries that we want to buy from. I know we had that mindset, but I think it kind of forced us a little bit more. There was another experience that we had as well in Napa um, yes. that also made us feel like we were in a factory. And it was not And keep for in us. mind, um, Banfi is independently owned, it's owned by. Okay, so it's a, a Long Island family. Okay. It's independently owned. It's not some mass conglomerate. It but big. it's big. It's too big for us. It's too big. Um, uh, the Puerto Rican rum. Bacardi. Bacardi. Is independently owned. owned still, right? But it's like a massive, massive company. It's independently owned, right? So even though things are independently owned, they still don't mind to fit into our regime of, of is this something to buy? So we got very turned off with Banfi for that point. I mean, it's a factory, and we don't care how good their wine is, it wasn't for us. It wasn't for us. And that's the last time we ever bought Banfi wine. Yep. We went to La Maggia, had an amazing time, and then we went to Bel Poggio. Bel Poggio. So we have the Brunello. We just brought back in their Rosso, and this wine is amazing. It's on our list retail for $29.99. Take it out of the door home for... Um, in restaurant, $39.99. For this wine, for $39.99 is a bargain at a restaurant. Um, this is, they only make three wines again, an I, uh, IGT Toscano Rosso, the uh, Montalcino Rosso, and then the big boy, the Brunello. You're not a fan of Brunello's. I'm not, this one, this is, it's okay for me. It's not my favorite. This one's softer, fruitier. It's a little softer. Easier to drink than a Brunello mm -hmm. right now. This right. is this is really an amazing wine. Altesino makes an amazing Rosso too that we poured by the glass here. If you went with us on our last trip, you went to uh, Altesino, Altesino. With, with us. Um, so one of the biggest differences with us and other tour operators when we talk about planning trips to Italy, when you, like, so we just, we're taking a course now. We have a we coach. Are, we're taking a course. We're, we have a coach, a business travel coach. Uh, we're learning things. We've, we were like, oh, wow, this is how you really do the travel business. Because mm -hmm. for us, we know all the contacts. We've got we have the, the contacts. contacts. We have the relationships. We've built them over the 17 years that we have been buying wine, right? And, we, we, and that and, we've been traveling, that we've right. literally been to these wineries. We um, know the owners, mm -hmm. and we've been to the properties. Like mm -hmm. you said, we've been there, we've been traveling. So what a normal tour operator would do is they would call somebody in Italy and say, we're bringing a group of 24 people through. Um, we need vineyards, we need hotels, we need this and that. And what does a tour operator do? First thing they recommend? The big, the big Banfi. 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 They recommend Banfi because that's, ooh, iconic and it's castle-like and it's picturesque. And we're not looking for that. We're not looking for that. No, we are looking for the red carpet treatment, the VIP service, know the owners. The owners will come out and actually sit with us, taste us on wine, talk to us, drink wine with us, yep. open a really special bottle with us. It's really pretty cool. We've sat in, in owners' living rooms before and had tastings because they didn't have a tasting room. Like We are looking for those boutique, very small, boutique-y Yep, and if they're not, they're, we have gone to some larger wineries. We have. We've gone to wineries that do a million, because a million bottles, to see, but we to know see. the owners still. Yep. Like, so here's a great story. This is one of my favorite stories. Um, Fantanel. Ah, uh, yes. They do four million bottles. Four million bottles. The winery is 
big, massive, it's beautiful. Um, they also own another winery called La Roncaya, which is their small winery, 15,000 bottles. They own um, a Sant'Agnelli Prosciutto Company. I think they're involved in Grana production. So they're, they're, they're a very well-off, very well-off, very established business family in Northern Italy, the Fantanelles. Yes. I can message Marco right now. And he'd answer you back. He'd answer me back right now. 100%. And what does he say every time he talks to me? Thank you, Thank for, you for, for your business. business. Thank you for your business. I appreciate your business. A winery does four million bottles, knows who we are, has a relationship. They ushered, it around, ushered us around. We went to Udine. Mm -hmm. to, uh, we met them with at, them at their dinner. base, at their, at, their, yeah. at their home. They took us out to dinner. They kept us there longer than we wanted to stay because we were on our way to they Slovenia. Were like, you have to see this. You have to stay for this. You have That's to. Yeah. So we ended up just changing our plans because they took time out of their schedule, out of their busy, hectic life to mm. take care of us. You know what? We're going to skip something this time and we're gonna we're gonna make it work and we stayed with them and we actually did two days with them we did two days with them and as soon as the pandemic hit um i got a message from marco hope everything's all well with you guys mm -hmm. hope business is good i mean here's a guy that's managing his businesses his family business whatever and you know doing these massive numbers and he's messaging me and saying how's business how's new york how's everything going there so that's what we're looking for is is in in this relationships that we build um, the next time we go to that part of Italy, we'll definitely go to Fantanelle. Absolutely. We've been there. We haven't taken a group of people there yet. And we have uh, their Prosecco in-house. Yep, that's is, our house That's pour. our house pour. It's awesome. It's amazing. We absolutely love it. Um, so every time a distributor comes and they say to me, I have a Prosecco. And we say, can you, we tell them the story <laughs> and we say, can you beat that? And they say, no. Because what they do is. with Fantanelle. <laughs> they, what they do is they come in with price options. Yeah. They come in and they say. Well, they, they say, well. How, how much how you pay, you pay? Yeah. and they know what fantanelle costs because it's not no secret what fantanelle costs because you see it in the stores and you they can look it up very easily and they go i have a prosecco that's going to save you four dollars a bottle and i said but are they going to do what marco fantanelle did and we tell them the story they go well we can't no. they can't do that i'm like well you know that's why we serve fantanelle that's why we're fans of them that's why we support them um so going back to this whole course that we're taking on on travel mm, it's pretty cool we're learning that most of these companies, these tour operators, like us, just call an, a supplier. And the supplier, who's the ground operator in Italy or Spain or France or wherever, orchestrates everything. That the person you're buying the trip from has no real passion or roots in right. where they're going and what they're doing. So when you go to these 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 websites and, and you look at itineraries for, on these travel, travel, mm -hmm. and it could be one single person, it could be a small group, it could be some kind of travel agent. They, they will send you anywhere because they have the access to send you anywhere and book anything. If you went to them and said, oh, you know, they have a tour that's 15 and people. And honestly, they probably have ones that they use all the time that they probably get a better percentage back from them, right? Because everybody's in the, everybody needs to make money for what they're doing. Basically, the travel business is like a commodity. Mm -hmm. This, it's, it's like a commodity. These companies call other companies that have done the trip. It's... When we were on the Amalfi Coast, we tried to buy the most expensive hotel. Remember that? Yeah. We were looking on because we're last minute people when we travel by ourselves. If we don't, sometimes we'll plan ahead. We were on either TripAdvisor or Hotel Tonight or one of those. Because and we're, we're trying to get travelers. the most expensive hotel on the Amalfi Coast because I'm like, how can you get a hotel on the Amalfi Coast for Amalfi Coast for ninety bucks? Right. I'm like, this doesn't make sense. Like we're on the Amalfi Coast and it's dark at night, so we couldn't see. And it was late. And we found one for like over two hundred bucks. Mm -hmm. We're like, yes, an awesome luxury hotel, two hundred bucks. This is great. And what happens when we get there? 
Well, first of all, we couldn't find the place. It was a disaster. <laughs> the the address was, it was so, I don't even know how we ended up finding the place, but it, it was a disaster getting there. But when we got to the hotel, it was a big conglomerate hotel. Like It was, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a convention hall. It was, it had no Italian feel to it. None. It felt like you were by the sea, by the ocean in Ocean City, Maryland. You were on the mountain. Cheap, a cheap hotel. It really didn't feel good. And we were like, okay. So we were looking. We were hungry. So we said, okay, we need to go eat. We went to the restaurant hotel. We went to the restaurant in the hotel. And we actually, we looked at what they had. <clears throat> we looked at the space. Looked at the wine list. Looked at the wine list. And we were like, these are all big wines. The wines, they, they had more American wines yeah. in this place. We don't really see many American wines here in Italy. And we're looking, Segacio, Zinfandel. We yes. looked at the list and we're like, all these American wines. Which and are not I said, bad wines, but we're in Italy. We wanted to drink good Italian, you know, local, something nearby. Like, that's what we look for when we travel. And, and what did I say? We said, there's got to be a place downtown that we can go to. So we asked at the front desk. They gave us directions. We said, said, where do you go for dinner is what we said. And we ended up at... Oh my gosh, I would totally go back to that place. It was amazing. Amazing. I can't even remember what the food was. Was it Thai or was it? No, it was, no, it was, it was, it was Italian. Thai. It, it was, was Italian. Italian. Oh yeah, it was Italian. That's right. Um, I, I'm trying to think. And wow, we sat next to people that we got to talk to. A lot of them live there, um, not year round, but they have houses there and they were visiting and then they leave or they were people that go to that area all the time. Um, so that was really cool. But the food was, was amazing. amazing. And we spoke to the owner. We, the we owner. spoke to the, the owner. owner and right. The, the, the kids wife. were running around. Yep. It was really a great experience. Um, you know, what a what we're looking for when we travel. That's what we're looking for. We are looking for the the Italian feel in a countryside. Good food, good wine, and amazing service. And, and you know what, the, it's all, all these restaurants that we go to are usually family owned or not huge, right? Right. So we get back to the hotel. Right. And one of the other couples at the bar was like, oh, you were at that restaurant tonight. So that's was that was our opening. We made some some commonalities and started talking to this couple that was with another couple and with another couple. And they were on a tour bus. Right. One of the tour buses outside was theirs. When we pulled up, there were like four tour buses. They were staying there for three days. Three days. And they're like, oh, this hotel is nice, and this and that. And we're like... Oh, my gosh. For $200? Wow. This was the most expensive hotel we could find, too. And we're like, this is not a hotel to bring our guests to. No. This is not... And come to find out, this is, like, on the route to all these tours. Tour buses pull in and out of this every day, every other day. And that's what they do. So when you call these ground operators, they send you to hotels like... A lot of them send you to hotels like that. Now, granted, all tour operators are not, this, not, like, not that, like that. But there's a lot of them that are... It's just a factory. It's just a factory. Let's get. And they said there were fifty-five people on their tour or something, and they paid more than we did, more than we charged for our tours. And when we were told about our tours, it's like, oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Their tour was, I think, might have been a day or so longer, mm -hmm. but it was more money. And he goes, they were on their own every night for dinner, basically. They had all these extra expenses, which we don't. We cover everything, everything from the minute you land in Italy. We cover unless everything. you want, unless you want, you know, souvenirs and shoes and scarves, extra wine, right, right. right. That, that's not included in what. But we're your getting, meals, but. everything, we cover everything, and, and they're looking for three nights in a row to go out for dinner, and they're in a hotel 
that only has one terrible restaurant. American. <laughs> I could see that the that the hotel was very Americanized by looking at it that. It was, yes. Breakfast the, breakfast the next day wasn't bad. The view was amazing when you the got out. The view was amazing the next morning. Absolutely amazing. So if you're thinking, well, Amalfi Coast, that was the Amalfi Coast. Because we couldn't see it at nighttime. We had no idea what it looked like at nighttime. So all we could see were the lights around the edges of the uh, of the, of the, uh, the the water, right? Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Um, so but we're yeah, learning a lot with we're this learning a lot, uh, about travel. Yeah. And we've been on the phone constantly with Italy. Every day I make two to three phone calls to Italy, uh, coordinating our, our next trip. Our next trip is going to be really great in April 2021. We have now put dates. The new website launches this week. Fingers crossed. Fingers we're, crossed. Having, we're having a little technical glitch right now. With if you are interested in traveling with us in April, we're going April 16th through the 25th. I think we only have a few spots left. And our contract is, is ready. Yep. Um, so that will be available. New updated for updated COVID. Updated for COVID. That will be available tomorrow. Um, and we will get that out to anybody that is planning on traveling with us or would like to travel with us. Yep. So. And honestly, we're really not trying to book any more seats for that because we're at that point where we're sold out. Yes. What happens is you, you sell so many tickets, so many seats, and all of a sudden a month later when your friends find out yeah. that you're going, like, oh, oh I want to go to Italy with you. <laughs> and so it's one of those things where... Um, we tend to get overbooked sometimes, so we kind of go cautiously and say, well, we kind of have two seats left. Right. <laughs> because we know those two seats are going to sell to probably people on the trip are recommending them, so we're not actively doing them. But if you came to us and said, Here, here's money, we would probably book you in the trip. Um, or we talked to you about Sicily, the next upcoming trip, which is uh, November, November. October. We're actually doing end of October oh. into November. I booked the dates. Uh, and we have um, backup dates for our April trip in case our April trip doesn't doesn't happen. We had to make backup dates just to do right. So right to get to get our refunds and uh, or or make, get proper credits with the hotels. We have a backup date. So we're in 2020 right now. COVID is happening. I spoke to our tour guide today, Luigi. Awesome. And he goes, Marcus, we are in fantastic shape here. We're, we're one of the best countries right now. Go he goes, um, I will go to America because he comes to America. There's a lot of wine. Uh, sales and he goes I'll come to America as soon as they let me in good he goes we're fine here we're fine we can't wait to get back into America we cannot wait for Americans I don't think to come Americans back Americans in Americans are allowed in Italy and um, America uh, currently currently and without quarantine without quarantine, without quarantine. Right. you can go there and you can quarantine but it's hard to book a trip go uh, there quarantine for two weeks and then come back here and then be there for two, two weeks, weeks and then come back and then here come back here and quarantine for two we weeks, know people so. that have gone back and forth have done the quarantine uh, but he goes, Marcus, they're, they're, the cases are virtually nothing here. We're in such great shape. We're much better compared to March, April, and May. He goes, it is a world of difference here. Awesome. Southern Italy was never affected like Northern, like Milan uh, was, was the epicenter of it. Southern Italy, they had I no tell idea. You, I can't wait to get back out and travel. I cannot wait to, uh, to get somewhere. <laughs> overseas wherever it might be and uh, you know we've been doing a lot of a lot of stuff in our immediate area as well right yes um, we've been going to some wineries and stay tuned we're gonna do a winery tomorrow right yep we're gonna go to uh, actually we have two wineries that we're gonna be visiting tomorrow so here in the Hudson Valley in the Hudson Valley um, so stay tuned for, for those we're uh, thinking about doing a trip to the Finger Lakes mm -hmm. we got clearance from some of the small wineries that we know because um, a lot of the wineries would not allow buses to come in and buses, they mean by like 15 people, 30 people, things like that, tour buses. But some of the owners said, oh, Marcus, if you want to bring a group of eight, we can make that happen. Yeah. You can bring you can bring some guests. We can do eight group of eight or 10, you know, two separate tables, whatever. We can make that happen. We'll accommodate you. And that's because we have relationships and we know the vineyard owners and their smaller vineyards that will be happy to accommodate us. Yes. 
So that's the story with that. Um, so um, a little bit about the wine. We're drinking Bel Poggio. Bel Poggio Rosso. Bel Poggio Rosso. It's made from Montalcino, the Sangiovese grape. Sangiovese. Sangiovese. From Montalcino Commune in Siena. Uh, in Siena, in the province of Siena, in Tuscany, 80 kilometers south of Florence. One of the most, when you think of Tuscany, when you see all those beautiful pictures of Tuscany, the rolling hills, the mountains, chances are that picture was taken in Montalcino. There's a lot of places you can take that, that picture, that quintessential picture in Tuscany, but Montalcino is just one of those places. And they're, of course, they're home to the famous Brunello. Uh, Brunello was invented in the 19, 1880s, 1888, I think, was the very first vintage of Brunello from Biondi Santi. 1888. 1888 from Biondi Santi. Um, they were the ones who made this first. Uh, Biondi Santi, Santi. Right. I'm not Which sure. Which declared only four vintages up to that point. 1888, 1891, 1925, and 1945. I'm not sure when they officially made it a DOC, In the 1960s, there were 11 producers making Brunello, and in 1968, the region was granted... 68. D-O-C. D-O-C. D-O-C or D-O-C-G? D-O-C. D-O-C, okay. Uh, by 1970s, the number of producers had more than doubled to 25, and by 1980, there were 53 producers. Wow. In 1980, the Montalcino region was the first Italian wine region to be awarded the D-O-C-G. The first region. 1980. 1980, first D-O-C-G. D-O-C-G means guaranteed, guaranteed quality. So the nomination, the, original control, guarantee. The guaranteed. Yep. The original controller e granta. Yep. Guaranteed. Yep. Guaranteed. By the turn of the 21st century, there were nearly 200 producers of Brunello di Montalcino, mostly small farmers and family estates, together producing nearly 330,000 cases a year. In, two, in 2008, Italian authorities confiscated four producers' 2003 Brunellos mm -hmm. <laughs> on charges that the producers had committed fraud by including foreign varietals such as Cab Sauvignon and Merlot in the wine that they then fraudulently labeled as Brunello di Montalcino, which by law may only contain Sangiovese grapes. Laboratory tests later confirmed that the confiscated wines were in fact Brunello, except for a small portion that remained inconclusive. Yep. So that's oh, the big Brunello. That's the Brunello scandal, scandal 2003. Yeah. So basically overnight people ripped out vineyards supposedly because they had Cabernet planted. They weren't supposed to have Cabernet. Very strict standards. The DOC, DOCG is very strict. Um, and they were adding Cabernets for the American palate, the bigger, richer wines. Um, some Americans think these are too thin. There's not enough, a lot of finesse in these, but they wanted just a little more punch in the mouth of that Cabernet like California. So they were mixing and blending. And Banfi was supposedly one of the ones on the list. So, real funny story. Oh yeah, this is funny. Real funny story. <laughs> Friends of ours who don't know this this story, they were at. They're a, not. They're wine drinkers, but they're they wine don't really know this kind of stuff. Yeah, right, so. they drink great wine. They drink yeah, Bordeaux. Yeah, yeah. They, they they drink great wine. So they were at a, a Banfi wine dinner. And they were just at a Brunello wine dinner. Was no, it Banfi? No, it was Banfi. Oh, it was wow. a Banfi wine dinner, and they were texting me. Oh, we're drinking this wine. We're drinking this wine. I said, and when they got to Brunello. <laughs> And the ask. sales, the sales rep, the sales rep from New York was at the dinner doing the whole presentation. I said, ask the sales rep how much Cabernet is in the Brunello. Him being naive and not knowing. He asked. He asked the rep <laughs> that question. And he said the rep went crazy on him. He said he went ape crap on him. He was like. And he had no idea he had why. No idea. 
He was like, he was like, what? What did you tell me to ask him? He goes, you sent me a loaded question, didn't you? And we're laughing, funny, yeah. just seeing. He goes, the guy went off and got his, got really upset and like, no, 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 no. And so yeah, so that was part of yeah. the, the skill. And you can just see, he just asked it nonchalantly, and this is a big, big deal in yeah. Brunello, like major deal, like. Um, so it was, it was, it was funny on our end. I'm sure it was fun funny on, on his, his end. end. This is years ago. So yeah, this was. We would not do that to him now. Um, yeah. So that was uh, that was a funny story about Brunello. So um, that's it for today. That's it. Wine time live. We'll be doing wine time live tomorrow. Yep. Um, probably two different wine time lives. We could, yeah. Um, the so idea of Wine Time Live is to do it anywhere. Anywhere we are. Anywhere, whether we're in Italy, whether we're in our backyard, whether we're in our bar, whether we're in our living room, whether we're anywhere to do a Wine Time Live um, and uh, create a podcast and uh, just be able to tell tell great tell stories. Tell funny stories. Yep. And, and just share the information that we know. And, uh, you know, if yep. you're ever interested or need any help planning any trips um, or want to travel with Marcus and I, um, you know, send us a message, uh, let us know, vipwinerybvacations.com. You can see our upcoming trips, um, but let us know because we'll help you. We'll help you plan things. You know, we're pretty um, knowledgeable about the areas we've been to, um, and we'd love to help you because we just want you to have an awesome experience, whether it's with us or, or on your own. With or without us, right? Yeah. So. Whether you get vintage Fiat tours, whether you want to have dinner, on the on the heel of the boot on the Adriatic and Ionian Sea, yep. where they meet and watch the sunset. Listen, we'd love for you to travel with us because we we love taking our guests and our friends with us. Um, that is so much fun for us to to give you. Yep. Yeah. So one of the things with um, with Italian wines is very confusing. So we have. Listen, I have to go to Italy to understand where these wines are coming from and the grapes and and all that because it is really confusing. It is confusing, right? Because it's. It's not like it's not like certain areas, and I'll use the United States as an example. They label what kind of grape is in the bottle. So if you're having a Napa Cab, Napa Cab, <clears throat> it's easy. You can see it on the bottle. But in Italy, you just because this says uh, Belpoggio Rosso di Montalcino, you have no idea what grape it is. You have zero idea what grape it is, and uh, you know we know that it's um, that it's Sangiovese because that's what they grow. In that region, right, and exactly. that to be named a uh, Rosso di Montalcino, right, it you has have to, to have. be 100% Sangiovese. Brunello has to be 100% Sangiovese as well, right? Brunello, Brunello, Brunello. Brunello. Montalcino. Yep, yep. It's a, it's the same same wine aged further, basically. So. We are putting up on our new website um, several videos, tutorial videos cool. that you can watch in like 20 minute, um, 20 minute segments. And like learn like northern Italy, Italy, central Italy, and southern Italy. Just simply open a bottle of wine, watch one video, watch another video, watch another video, and within a week you know so much more about Italian wine. You can actually go to a restaurant and order more confidently, go to the store and pick up a bottle more confidently, and just know some more terminology. That's going up on our new VIP uh, WineryVacations.com website. I still website. have a lot of questions, so don't be intimidated. Um, it's it's very interesting and you learn a lot, so. You can see this show is totally unscripted. 100%. We, Jamie goes on, typically every show, and looks up information about that grape, about that wine or whatever. Marcus knows it all. He knows so much information that I just kind of learned from him. Um, so it, it's it's fun to, uh, to, to just experience it. And when you're there, wow. When you're there, you kind of piece it together. And you're like, well, yeah, when you're there, yeah. you piece it together. It's hard, <laughs> you'll never forget what is in this wine once you're, you're there. on the vineyard in Montalcino, 
Um, right, you'll never forget. Never. Once you're in southern Italy in Manduria, you will know what Primitivo is. That it's Zinfandel's or when you're cousin. In Chianti, what is in right. Chianti, so. You will never forget that. Yeah. So, all right, folks. Cheers, everybody. Cheers for Have tuning an awesome, in. Have uh, an awesome night. Drink a good bottle of wine. Absolutely. Cheers.